WLIRFM Hampton Bays. From around the world, around the block, this is a WABC 77 second news update. 64 degrees, mostly cloudy. WABC time check, 4 o'clock. Sponsored by Boulevard Watches. Good afternoon, I'm Bob Brown. Breaking news, WABC. We have a strong line of thunderstorms making their way through Pennsylvania and should begin moving through our area by early this evening. We could see heavy downpours, dangerous lightning, hail, and damaging winds. The forecast coming up. President Biden ordering the release of one million barrels of oil per day from the nation's strategic petroleum reserve for six months in a bid to control energy prices. He says it's not known how much gasoline prices could decline as a result of this move, but he's suggesting it might be anything from 10 cents to 35 cents a gallon. Lawmakers seem to be on the brink of clinching a bipartisan compromise to provide a fresh tenders to combat COVID-19. That could set up final congressional approval by early next week. Meantime, New York Governor Kathy Hochul today announcing that nearly 70 million COVID-19 over-the-counter tests have been distributed by the state so far as part of ongoing efforts to protect New Yorkers during the pandemic. New research says more than four in 10 U.S. high school students say they felt persistently sad or hopeless during the pandemic. The findings support earlier warnings that the pandemic isolation from school closures and lack of social gatherings has taken a toll on young people's mental health. Fox News hiring Caitlyn Jenner as a contributor. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, up next. Nets host the Bucks. Islanders host the Blue Jackets. Devils skating in Boston. Spring training, Yanks and Phils, Mets and Nationals. If forecast in the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center tonight, showers, thunderstorms likely. Some storms could be strong. Lows near 50. Tomorrow, chance of showers early than partly sunny by afternoon. High near 60. Right now, mostly cloudy outside the 77 WBC Midtown Manhattan Studios. 77 WBC Time Check 402, sponsored by Boulevard Watches. Discover finely crafted timepieces available at Macy's. I'm Bob Brown. Traffic and transit next. Remember, the news never stops at WABCRadio.com. <laughs> WABC Traffic and Transit. Lower East Crossings are ramp restrictions. J Street is closed for tree removal. That's from the uh, Manhattan Bridge upper level outbound at J Street. Also in Brooklyn, stop and go. Gowanus Expressway eastbound between 38th Street and Codman Plaza. Cross Bronx. We have traffic jamming southbound between the Bronx River Parkway and Rosedale Avenue. In Brooklyn, an accident blocking two lanes on the Bell Parkway westbound at exit 13. We have some delays also in the subways to tell you about. In Brooklyn, there's no R train service between 36th Street and Bay Ridge, 95th Street. The last stop on southbound R trains will be 9th Avenue on the D line while the fire department investigates a track fire. And also, 8th Avenue bound L trains are delayed while the NYPD responds to a person being disruptive on a train at Myrtle Wyckoff Avenues. I'm Bob Brown with your 77 WABC Traffic and Transit Update. And welcome to your Thursday. This is James Golden, a.k.a. Boss Early, with you here on WABC Talk Radio 77. If you'd like to be part of the program today, simply dial 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So much as always on the table. We will start today with a proclamation from our illustrious GQ mayor, Mayor Adams. Mayor Adams announces today that City Hall and all other municipal buildings will be lit light blue, pink, and white tonight to commemorate International Transgender Day of Visibility. The day is an important moment to celebrate all transgender people and to acknowledge that many continue to face discrimination, violence, and harassment to this day. New York City 
says the mayor, has a place for everyone at the table, especially, especially for our transgender community. Well, we know he also has a plate at the table for a lot of criminals. We'll get to that in a few moments because they certainly are out celebrating. Uh, Let's get back to the mayor's proclamation. On International Transgender Day of Visibility, we celebrate the tremendous contributions of transgender people. We affirm our commitment to standing up against hate and continue to strive as a city to provide the resources needed for our transgender community to thrive. In addition to City Hall, there will be other municipal buildings lit up in the colors of the transgender flag starting tonight at sundown. The David N. Dinkins Manhattan Municipal Building will be lit as well as Queensboro Hall, the Bronxboro Hall, and Brooklyn Borough Hall. I guess Staten Island is not... Oh, well. Okay. So uh, the mayor, Mayor Adams, is not the only one that is celebrating the Transgender Day of Visibility, the White House. The Joe Biden administration, the White House, has announced that it's going to change the way that we travel and also offer other health resources to expand the rights of transgender and non-binary Americans. The White House also announced several other, several other initiatives as part of Transgender Day of Visibility. Now, what does this mean for travel? It means that we're going to be spending bucket loads of money to get rid of the current technology that is used to screen passengers for air travel. The Department of Homeland Security, which is actually supposed to, as their mission, be interested in our security, says that it's going to update all of the TSA screening technology that will reduce false alarm rates and pat-downs. Transgender Americans, you see, have typically had to go through additional screening with current, quote, gender-based technology, end quote. What is gender-based technology? Let me explain. I read it. I am qualified now to tell you. You see, when most of us go through the screening process, we put a if you have TSA pre, you know, you put your bag on the on the conveyor belt, it goes through. If you don't have anything that you're not supposed to have in there, you walk through and you grab your bag and then you head out to your airline gate. If you don't have pre SH pre check, you have to stand in a long line, take off your sneakers, take off your belt, take off your shoes, and then you you take out your laptops, you put them in, in, in these little bins, you take out all the metal out of your pockets, put those in little bins, and they shove all that stuff through the conveyor belt, they check it, they make sure you're not carrying anything dangerous. You walk through, you get on the other side, and then you have to put back on your belt, put on your sneakers, collect all your stuff, make sure that you catch your laptop, your phone, and whatever else you brought in there, and then head down to your airline gate. However... Ladies and gentlemen, oh, excuse me, Disney says we're not supposed to use that phrase anymore. Excuse me, dreamers of all ages. Um, there's a difference, though, when, when people go through airport security and their license says that they're female or they, have, they claim to be female, And then when they go through the security, they've got a dangly. They've got something dangling between their legs. You know, that thing, the male thing. And so when that happens, there's a discrepancy, you see. The identification says one thing, the biology says another. And yes, it is biology. So when that happens... 
the person that says that that she is a woman that goes through and has a dangly because she was a man at some point is searched and patted down. And that for that simple reason, now the federal government under Joe Biden is going to rip out all of the expensive technology that we use for air travel and put in some kind of new technology that apparently knows that even if you have a dangly, you're not a male. This is what America is coming to. And starting April 11th, you'll be glad to know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. And beginning on April 11th, you'll be glad to know, dreamers of all ages, we're adopting the Disney language. They stopped saying use, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls, because it's biased. Speaking of which, we are going to have a a dear friend of mine who is also a columnist and a fellow broadcaster on with us shortly. His name is Derek Hunter. You can read Derek's work in Town Hall. He has books on the market that are fantastic. He's an amazing columnist. He's an amazing thinker. And he has a column today in Town Hall called Paying for Our Own Destruction. We'll get to him shortly. But meanwhile, genders of all ages, you'll be glad to know that starting April 11th, you too can join the fun. If you want, you can mark X on your passport applications. You know, right now, your passport applications, it's simple. They ask you at some point, oh, hey, are you a, a dude or a gal? Are you a guy or a girl? You're, you're a man or you're a woman? No, no, no. Yet, yet, yet. Not good anymore. For far too long, transgender, non-binary, and gender non-conforming Americans have faced significant barriers to traveling safely. So you see, having to identify yourself by your correct biology means you're not traveling safely. And many have had not had their gender identity respected as they travel within the United States and around the world, the White House said. So now the passports are going to be changed. You, too, can join the fun. If you don't want to be a man or a woman, just mark X. You're something else. And that's what uh, Joe Biden and his administration think are the most important matters pressing in our nation. The administration will also provide mental health resources for transgender youth. Now, on this note, let me just say that there are many youth in this country that are in danger. And it is true that transgender people who suffer from dysphoria, dysphoria at as young ages, it is true they have higher rates of suicide. And it is true that many of them need counseling and, and, and mental help. But so do a lot of other children. But this government is singling out LGBTQ youth and their parents to get health help for their mental health issues. And the rest of you can pretty much go to hell because you're not worth it. So that is what the administration has in mind. Mayor Adams, of course, making sure that New York buildings are lit appropriately tonight. Meanwhile, in New York, there is a report from Fox News today New York children wounded 26 times so far in 2022. Shootings of kids nearly doubled by mid-March. Well, what do you know? In New York, it's not even safe for the children. They're being shot at record numbers. Nearly double the number of children have been shot on New York City streets this year. While the mayor is worried that the buildings are not lit up in pink, blue, and white. And this is a lengthy article that goes through 
some of the very tragic situations, you can find it at foxnews.com, situations where these 26 children have been attacked. Oh, more news from New York. While the mayor is worried about the buildings being lit in red, pink, and white. No, blue, pink, and white. Excuse me. Shocking. Shocking, I say. Video shows a homophobic subway rider swinging a stranger around by the hair, ripping out some of that person's hair after spitting at him and saying, I'm sick of all you Fs. A sexual pejorative. The bigot who was caught, thankfully, after the attack, was on the A train. His 22-year-old victim was across from him. This guy started mumbling that he wished he had his pepper spray. And then he spat at the guy. The victim stood up after the stranger spat at him again. And then he got the beat down. He was punched multiple times in his face and in his head. He was taken to to, uh, Presby. Uh, Let's see what else. This is a really horrible story. Another one. It is not New York specific, but I I found this to be a horrible story. A 17-year-old Michigan high school student killed himself six hours after black man was threatened to release a naked picture of him in the case of sextortion. Jordan John DeMay paid 300 bucks to the criminals. Here's what happened. They used a fake Twitter profile. They posed as an attractive girl, sent him a nudie of the girl, asked him to send a nudie of himself. He did. And then they came with him with the blackmail demands. They wanted 300 bucks. He paid it. And then they said, nope, nope, nope. Got to pay more. Got to pay more. The kid distraught. I don't have any more. He said he couldn't pay them anymore. And after fussing with these blackmailers, he said, okay, you win. He's going to go. He said, I'm going to go kill myself. And what did the blackmailers say? They said, go for it. And sadly, this young man did just that. Killed himself. Sextortion. Sextortion. Sex. So much in the news. We talked about this yesterday. The culture wars. The sex. Everywhere. And the idea is sex without consequence. Sex without any moral component to it. Just physical sex. And this is what the left is embracing all over the country. This is James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerly. We're coming back. Derek Hunter, my good friend, will join us for a few minutes when we get back. Don't you dare go away. Entertaining and informative. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerly, is on the air. 77 WABC. WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. James Golden, a.k.a. Snerdly, uh, with you here. Joining me in a moment, Derek Hunter, columnist supreme, and also a broadcaster in uh, Baltimore. First, I just want to mention, you just heard the breaking news. We've got, finally, New York's uh, redistricting plan. You're going to want to keep it here. This is There are a lot of political fortunes on the line here. So make sure after this program and you stick around for John Katz, John Katz, that's Katz at Night coming up right after this program. Derek Hunter, welcome. How are you this afternoon? I am doing well, James. You know, it's been a while since we've spoken on the phone and I forgot how just awesome of a radio voice you have. I'm really jealous, but man, you got the pipes. Oh, Derek, that's so sweet. And Derek, thank you. Um, listen, you wrote a column today that I just, uh, I read it and I, I texted you immediately. You know, you, you write a lot of great columns, but for some reason, this one really just struck me. You, you said that when you turn on the TV for about 20 minutes, you'll likely see a commercial with a gay or lesbian couple ordering food or buying something. What they're buying, that's not relevant. They're there for virtual signal, virtue signal and nothing more. How can I say that? How dare I say that? Because why else would so many companies trip all over themselves to pander to a tiny fraction of the population? Derek, what prompted you to write this article? And go from there. What are your what are your thoughts about this? What we're seeing unfold 
not just with Disney, but with so many other companies and also with uh, with female sports, et cetera, et cetera? Something happened in our lifetime, James, where reality got warped. Definitions of words, common definitions of words have been hijacked and changed. Some are currently changing. Pronouns are made up on the spot. Genders are made up on the spot. And you think, okay, they've always been kind of crazy people. You go back to the 1950s and 1970s and 1980s. There's always somebody yelling at a lamppost and losing an argument to a mailbox or whatever. But now corporations are pandering to these people. It is a small percentage of the population, a rounding error. Most gay people I know are not interested in talking to kindergartners about the plethora of potential genders that exist out there. Yet the left has not only, for some weird reason, desperately wants to do that, they have uprooted everything else that's going on to make that a priority. You're looking at a situation where even the latest polling data shows that the majority of Democrats, by almost two to one, support the parental rights in education law in Florida, the so-called don't say gay bill. Yet Democrats up to the president of the United States are going to bat against this thing for what amounts to the gay population. I, I couldn't care less what somebody does. My oldest friend is gay. I really, you know, it doesn't, I'm not a moralizer in that sense. Somebody, you have to explain your life to God. I have enough time describing my own life to God, you know, let alone somebody else's. But there may be two to three percent of the population in that you've got maybe half a percent that is fits this weird description where they're just making up genders and they've got 15 different tattoos and spikes through their face where they're saying their pronouns every day on TikTok. Thank God for libs of TikTok uh, exposing this. And for some weird reason, that is what matters most to the Democratic Party, just like it's more advantageous to be in this country illegally now than it is to be in this country legally. And Democrats care more about illegal aliens than they do about American citizens. They care more about this rounding error. And I don't wish them ill, but I would like some perspective on things and maybe not have to. Look, you can live in any kind of world you want, James. If I want to live in a world where I am an absolutely gorgeous male model hunk, um, that's fine. I can live there. It's I don't have the right to force you to live in that world where you have to pretend I have a 28-inch waist and a 48-inch chest. Um, right. That's where the line gets drawn. And for some reason, the Democrats are insisting that we live in a world where an innie is an Audi, vice versa, Leah Thomas is a woman. And some of them are even saying, some of these activists are even saying that if you are not attracted, to somebody because they're trans, you're a transphobe. I mean, it's getting to the point of absurdity. If you wrote it in fiction, nobody would believe it. And if you, uh, it's like an experiment where they want to see how far they can go. Now, Derek, on, on this Leah Thomas business, one of the things that, that I did not know and read in an article was that some of the the other women, the girls on the swim team, were voicing objections quietly because they cannot speak openly right. that they were offended in the locker room when Leah Thomas would strip down because plain visible day was her male, her male mm. thing. And, right. and which begs the question, if you have a male thing, what are you doing in a locker room with women? Period. But it, it doesn't really – we're supposed to look at that and go, well, you can't make Leah Thomas uncomfortable. You can't well, – so then why can Leah Thomas make 30 other women uncomfortable? Why, why is that? Why do we have a, a tyranny of the minority? We're, I'm perfectly willing to call Will Thomas Leah Thomas. That's fine with me. If he wants to wear a dress, I'll call him a her of whatever. I'm down with that. But if you want me to pretend that he's not – a man when the clothes are off that his, his speedo fits just as snugly in all the right places as the ladies i can't do it i won't do it that is not reality leah thomas will never be pregnant no matter how many times the left insists men can get pregnant i know they're talking about women who say they're men but there are certain biological realities what's really weird james is the uk is further ahead of us than we are on this so far where their national health service is running advertisements reminding men to get their annual pap smear. And you sit there and you go, what in the hell have we become? And it's because we're so worried about offending 
any, we're so worried about offending that, that rounding error percentage of the population that we're willing to kick everybody else in the teeth. <laughs> it's like, I, that seems really backwards. The founding fathers were worried about the tyranny of the majority, yes. But the Democrats have instilled the tyranny of the minority. And you know, it's funny you say that, Derek. A few months ago, I did a monologue titled The Tyranny of the Minority, because that is exactly, and that was one of the phrases that caught my eye today, because that is exactly what we're seeing. We're also seeing that tolerance is not tolerance. Tolerance is a one-way street. Mm-hmm. They, people do not have to have tolerance for your views, but you must have tolerance for theirs under threat, in some cases, of censorship or it's or, or being harassed. It's worse, James. It's not just tolerance. Tolerance is you do you, I'll do me, and we'll just leave each other alone. I'm fine with that. It is you have to ce- it's celebrate diversity. It used to be, hey, celebrate diversity, yay. Now it's celebrate diversity. That's, there's an exclamation point at it, and, and there's a gun behind it going, you celebrate diversity or else. You have to care. If you do not celebrate, silence is violence. Silence is agreement. I mean, they've, they've created this no-win situation for anybody who isn't them. And if you look at somebody like uh, a J.K. Rowling, who is a person of the left, a very progressive person, multi-billionaire, Harry Potter writer, she comes out and says, no, 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 you're not going to otherize my gender. Women is, are real. Men cannot be women. You can live that way. I don't care. But you're not. It's not real women. She is under attack. Constantly, you can't cancel her because she's got too much money. But it, it proves my adage that with the left, there. Ronald Reagan used to say, "My my twenty percent and or my eighty percent friend is not my twenty percent enemy." With the left, their ninety nine point nine percent friend is their one hundred percent enemy. There is no leeway. It's you're either all in or you are all out. And it is disturbing as the level of purity of thought that we used to laugh and go, oh, those kids in college, when you'd hear somebody yelling at Ann Coulter, giving a speech, uh, stand up and yell at her, and she'd eviscerate them. And you go, boy, when those kids get out into the real world, they're going to really face a harsh reality. Well, no, they're winning. <laughs> they're bending. For re- they're bending. Re- the joke is on us. They're bending reality to their whim. And we're sitting here going, this can't be happening because what we're arguing against isn't just, you know, ridiculous. It's, it's absurd. It is the theater of the absurd. And you have to sit there and watch some of these people on TikTok going, I am a pan flute sexual. My name is Zan. My pronouns are Zamfir and blah, blah, blah. And you go, they have to be making this up. They have to be. But they're not. And when Joe Biden releases a statement today for Trans Visibility Day or whatever the heck it is, and he talks about it like he's been down with the cause forever. You know it's a joke, and you have to know that somewhere in the part of Joe's brain that still works, which is small, you would have to think he knows he's full of it. They all have to know they're full of it, that 20 minutes ago they all knew what a woman was, and now they have to pretend they don't. Katanji Brown Jackson going, oh, you know, a woman could be anything. They all have to be lying, which is really just dangerous. Katanji Brown Jackson should just sit up and say, I'm a woman. Hear me roar, and numbers too big to ignore, or whatever. But instead, she had to go, well, gee shucks, it could mean any sort of thing. So I just, we live in a world where it's beyond 1984. It's, you know, you go to prison and you go, no, no, I'm, I'm now a woman, and they'll, California will throw you in a women's prison. Well, somehow a bunch of women together are going to start getting pregnant. I predict once that starts, it's going. Um, call me Derek, old-fashioned, but I think that's going to happen. And Derek, we're all going I to couldn't have to sit back and go, wow, it's maybe a miracle. <laughs> yeah, another virgin birth. Yeah, Derek, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. I'm going to leave you just with a thought. You know, one of the things that I, I believe happened is that Ron DeSantis has actually done America a service because he has shown that the establishment Republicans that have said for ever since the 1992 uh, so-called culture war speech by Pat Buchanan, you better not touch these issues. These issues are not winning issues. Ron DeSantis has shown, yes, they are. Same with the new governor of Virginia. These are when we're to the point that we're seriously almost out of real problems as a society. We have the left making them up and creating new real problems. And if we don't head them off at the pass, we're going to find ourselves in a world of hurt. Thank you, Derek. 
James Golden, a.k.a. Okay. Bo Snurley with you. That's Derek Hunter, ladies and gentlemen. You can read him, Town Hall. You can also go to Amazon. He's an amazing author. Check out his books. He's in the Baltimore area if you want to check him out on the air. And he's a very dear friend. We'll be right back. Your call's coming up. Don't go away. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Bo knows politics. And so much more. A true connection to real New York on 77 WABC. We don't even talk anymore. Friends, this election is about more than who gets what. It is about who we are. It is about what we believe and what we stand for as Americans. There is a religious war going on in this country. It is a cultural war as critical to the kind of nation we shall be as the Cold War itself. But this war is for the soul of America. And in that struggle for the soul of America, Clinton and Clinton are on the other side and George Bush is on our side. That was the culture war speech, a brief expert of it, from uh, Pat Buchanan, a speech that was decried, a speech that was vilified as being nasty, mean, horrendous. And even Republicans in the Republican establishment were angry that Pat Buchanan dare call out the left on this. I want to read you a story today. This is years later from 1992 when Pat Buchanan said, we are in a religious war, we are in a culture war. Here's the story. This comes from Boston, from Boston, Massachusetts. Now, Boston, think about our history and the role that Boston played in American liberty and freedom. And that makes this story even more shocking. Boston area school board blocked churches, private school due to Christian beliefs, lawyers claim. The First Liberty Institute and the Massachusetts Family Institute sent a letter urging the Somerville Superintendent, Mary Skipper, and the Somerville Somerville Public School Committee to allow Vida Real Church, a largely Hispanic immigrant church in the Boston area suburb, to open a religious private school called the Real Life Learning Center. This is not the first time the church tried last year to open the school. It was denied. It was denied again. This is, the lawyers are saying for the school that this is hostility. The hostility displayed by the Somerville Public School Committee is outrageous. The government cannot ban a religious school because they disagree with its religious beliefs. Doing so violates federal constitutional and statutory law. And the people in this this, this school board aren't even hiding it. They are questioning whether this is what they said. The school's position on homosexuality and creationism make it difficult to see how a thorough science and health curriculum is possible. This is what this is. You can't have your beliefs. You can't have your religious beliefs. And we don't care whether you're Hispanic. We don't care whether you're immigrants. Remember, these are the people that tell us 24-7 how much they love Hispanic immigrants. Oh, we just love the immigrants, and the Republicans hate them. The Republicans are anti-immigrant. Well, these Hispanic immigrants in Bastion want to open up a religious school, and who's standing in the way? Liberal. Boston, because they don't agree with their religion. This is America. Let us go to the phones. Christine, Manhattan, WABC Talk Radio 77. You're on with James Golden. How are you today, Christine? Hi, James. I am celebrating this marvelous new holiday of freedom and joy. I'm soon going to watch the Empire State Building become lavender, pink, and blue. And people have failed to recognize the advantages of transgenderism. No more ED. No more pink and uh, yellow pills. Lop it off. 
that'll take care of the problem. Well, that only works for one side of the transgender uh, issue. The other side actually want to um, have an added added one to, you know, there was a phrase, dare I say it? Yes, I do, because Rush Limbaugh used to use this all the time. He called the one operation that you just mentioned, the lopping it off, a chopadictomy. And then the other one was an adedictomy. So that was the way, there were two sides to that equation. But Christine, I do understand exactly what you're saying. Let us go to Pennsylvania and Mike, welcome. How are you? WABC Talk Radio 77. Hi, James. I was listening to you and the other fellow at the interview, and the guy said he'll call them whatever they want to be called. But you see, I can't do that because then I insult God. God didn't. God made them this, uh, a man or a woman, and it was His craftsmanship. He He, he shaped them in the wound and, and all. So how can I call you a man when you're a woman, or a woman when you're a man? Now this. Let me just address that, Mike, because this is exactly what tolerance is. You have your religious beliefs, and they should be respected. And this is the entire point. You shouldn't be forced to go against your religious beliefs, and neither should anyone else. If Derek Hunter, our guest, wants to call him whatever he calls fine, that's his right. If you don't want to recognize it, that's your right. If, and I don't, look, one of the things that I am really keen on, and I say this every time we talk about this issue, I am not trying to be mean to anybody. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I've always believed that dysphoria is a real thing. People are not making this up. They're unhappy with their bodies. It is a real thing. Now, whether some people believe it is a mental condition or whether it's something deeper than that, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist when it comes to that. I do believe that everyone should be respected. But that tolerance has to be a mutual tolerance, not a one-sided tolerance where you have to adopt what I think and the hell with what you think, and the hell with your religious beliefs, as is the case that these group of liberals are doing to the Hispanic immigrants in Boston. Mike, thank you so much for the call. Do appreciate it. Joe in Long Island, how are you? Yes, good afternoon. Uh, I just wanted to comment on the January 6th committee and how it's being used now by the Democrats as a cover to spy on Republicans. And what I mean by that, the committee just issued a subpoena that is so broad in scope that it practically screams out the word fraud. They're subpoenaing records from a company called Salesforce. I don't know if you heard about that. Of course I know. Yes, yes, of course. Go ahead. Language of the subpoena says... We want all the records going back several months, whether or not they're relevant to investigating what happened at the Capitol on January 6th. How could they be getting away with this, is my question. It's a witch hunt, and it has always been a witch hunt. And the reason that Democrats can get away with these witch hunts is that they have accomplices. In this case, they have accomplices on the courts. You know, I saw the reporting the other day from that judge that declared, oh, you know, Trump has probably done something criminal. And he's talking about what what is... This was a Clinton-appointed judge. You have Hillary Clinton involved in the, up to her neck. In fact, she has been fined. The DNC and the Clinton campaign have been fined for their involvement in the, in the fake dossier. So how is it that we can have a Clinton-appointed judge making these statements and no one bothers to say, well, you know what, there may be some bias here. Not sure. But there may be some bias here. And the reason that these things can proceed is because liberals have their allies on the court, and they definitely have their cheering section allies, and in some cases masters, walking them on the leash in the mainstream media. That's how they get away with it. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdy. More of your calls right after this. A station built just for you. Entertaining talk, information, and New York opinions. That is the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic idea I ever heard of. The world famous and American original. Talk Radio 77 WABC and WABCRadio.com. 
WABC Traffic and Transit. In New Jersey, Linden, Union County, we have road construction, Elizabeth Avenue eastbound between Chandler and Park Avenue. That's emergency construction. That should be wrapping up around 4 o'clock. Out in Somerset, a fallen tree blocking traffic, Butler Road westbound between... Uh, Haynes Ovoya Road and Canal Road. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Also uh, in the uh, Harrison area, that's more towards the city now, Hudson County. Traffic backed up. I-280 westbound, exit 16 Cleveland Avenue and exit 14 ML King Boulevard. And the transit area right now in Brooklyn, still with some delays, uh, 8th Avenue Bound L trains, the 8th Avenue bound L trains are delayed while police department is investigating a person being disruptive on a train at Myrtle Wyckoff Avenues. I'm Bob Brown with your 77 WABC Traffic and Transit Update. Welcome to the golden age of radio. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, is on 77 WABC. Ah, you know who that is. Captain and Tennille bring us back on WABC. I'm not mistaken, Neil Sedaka wrote this. How beautiful and sweet that is. Let love keep us together. Here's that story I talked about earlier. The FEC, Federal Elections Commission, has fined Hillary Clinton and the DNC over using campaign funds for the Russian hoax, the false Trump smear. Now, the FEC asserts in a letter that Clinton and the DNC violated the strict rules of election rules when they mislabeled payments that were sent to Fusion GPS, the consulting firm, that then commissioned the law firm Perkins Coey. They were paid over a million bucks by the two entities for this phony dossier that was used to spy on the Trump campaign. Now, I heard Nancy Pelosi today talking about how, oh, Clarence, Justice Thomas ought to resign because, oh, this, that. First, you, Nancy, and all your Democrats, all of you, you resign first because there has never been a party as unethical as you people in American history. You leave Justice Thomas alone. You resign. And by the way, if things work out in November and the Republicans regain control of the House, there's one thing for sure. That is the end of Nancy Pelosi's political career as a leader, at least. They don't really even want her there. So let's hope once again that we get the kind of November, and that's up to you folks, that we get the kind of November that we are looking for. There is another story, I'm just going to mention it briefly, a coalition that represents more than 2,000 Orthodox Jewish rabbis issued a a condemnation of the Walt Disney Company stance against the Florida Parental Rights in Education Bill the one they say don't say gay. And one of them in the statement, they says it's tragic that an enterprise like Disney would succumb to a woke mob, commit itself to promoting alternative sexuality in its films and fight the very set of values that made it the preeminent name in children's entertainment. They went on to to note that in orthodox Jewish community, Many who send their children to parochial schools control the education they receive. They don't let the kids watch TV, but they will allow their kids to watch a Disney film. Now, though, they won't even be able to trust a G-rated Disney film. And this is what uh, uh, Disney is doing to itself. There was a story today from, I think it's the Daily Wire, the Daily Signal, uh, Daily Wire, there's a, a conservative group that's about to drop $100 million in children's movies. I suggested yesterday, this is an opening. America needs a company that families can trust, that are not going to try to proselytize your kids, that are also not going to try to sexualize American children and just let them be children. 
And since Disney is no longer that company, there is room for a company to move into that space. Let us go to Manalapan and speak. Well, first, Amy, I want you to hold on. I promised we would go to Dawn in Queens next. I want to keep my promise. Dawn, please welcome. How are you? Hi, how are you today? I'm good, Dawn. How are you doing? Good. I was calling because my niece goes to John Baum High School in Flushing, and my mother got information today that she can't go to the graduation because she's unvaccinated. And I think that's BS because what they've done with the basketball players and with the baseball players, now kids can't walk and get their diploma after the last two years that they've had. Yep, that's Mayor Adams for you. He gives a pass to the rich and famous entertainment sector, the sports sector, why they can do what they want to. And by the way, they helped fill his campaign coffers, at least the New York Mets did, So of his pack. Let's be straight about that. Now, it is, at the time I said it was a cowardly decision, and it is. And Dawn, you are absolutely right. They are setting people in our society against each other needlessly over this vaccination, these vaccination mandates. And by the way, they never explain to vaccinated people who get COVID, well, if I can get COVID and be vaccinated, then why are these mandates so important anyway? And I am one of those people, vaccinated and had a horrible case of COVID. So, Dawn, thank you for the call. Amy, in Manalapan, that would be Manalapan where? So happy to be um, talking to you. I um, I pulled over right now, so hopefully you could hear me okay. Um, you sound great. I just wanted to, like, chirp in for a minute. Last time we talked, um, you offered that I called back, and I wanted to make sure that I did it. And I don't know if you want to go back to this or not, but... I've published literature and like peer-reviewed journals um, regarding gender identity as a diagnosis in the psychology DSM manual mm-hmm. and the history of it. Um, and what is what is the point, Amy? Because time is running out, so I, I hate to rush you, but we do have a clock constraint. So please tell me what is the point that you really want to make today, Amy? And I'm I'm so glad you called back. You sound. Amazing. I love hearing the things that you're saying because it makes me feel like I'm not alone talking in my car because we're saying the same thing. And then we don't, if, if, if you say something that I don't agree with, I don't feel that I need to shut you off and never listen to you again because we disagree on something. I feel like you create a space where people can agree to disagree in harmony. And that's what and, I'm trying that to do. Doesn't, that doesn't exist very, um, you know, frequently in in my life. Thank you for creating that space and uh, happy to talk to you again. You said that you were born as a transgender. Is that correct? I published about this. So I'm a school psychologist. I I published research, um, you know, extensively reviewing all actual scientific evidence um, showing that gender identity disorder is um, biological in nature, the ideology is from God for those that believe. Why can't those two things coexist? You know, the Amy, this is a brilliant question that you raised, and this is one of the things you hear me all the time say, Amy, I believe that dysphoria is a very real thing. These people that are suffering from this are not making this up. This is real. And 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 we should that should be the first place that we start. Now, where we end up dealing with public policy can be another matter. But let us not be dismissive of people who are actually struggling with this. And believe me, all of us, if we look in the mirror when we get older and we remember what we used to look like looking in the mirror, can understand sometimes, most of us anyway, how at some point you can say, this body, I don't like this. You know, even if it's only for a short time. Amy, you are always welcome here. You have a home here with me, and I want you to call us again, and hopefully we can get to you when we have more time, and you and I can have a really long discussion about these. I'm so looking forward to that, okay? Okay, that's happening. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks, Amy. Let us go to Mike in northern New Jersey. Mike, quickly to your point. Great, uh, great to uh, listen to you. Hey, real quick, uh, an observation lately is that um, men – 
have not only uh, uh, got the corner on being great men, athletes, um, just greatness, but they're so good at being men that they're even better at being women than they than they are men. You think about it. Uh, they're women. They're winning swimming <laughs> titles. They're winning MMA fights. They're winning women of the year. Yeah, but you know what? It, you know what really counts? Who wins at home? And I guarantee you, it ain't the man. <laughs> Mike, thank you. Appreciate the call. Oh goodness, folks. Listen, there's so much. Megan Kelly uh, didn't mince words either. There's an article in BizPack Review. I urge you to go take a look at on Megan Kelly who we've had on the show. She's a friend of the show. Um, and she says Disney is no longer the Disney of yesterday. And I wonder where, one of these days, I would love to have a Disney executive on the show. Another story we didn't get to today, maybe tomorrow, Democrats are furious with Joe Biden for, guess what, for increasing the defense budget. Oh, well, that figures. But don't worry, he's going to make sure that we have to change all of the billions of dollars of technology at airports in order to accommodate transgender people from not being patted down. So, one hand on this, the other hand is that. Anyway, here we are, it's Thursday. Tomorrow, you know who. We all wait for her every week. The one, the only, the wisest woman in American policy Our very own Princess Diana will join us. And Saturday, we start at 7 a.m. in the morning. Have your first cup of coffee with us. If you want my daily news blast, and it is growing in popularity, go to jamesgolden.com, 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 and sign up for it, or bosnerdly.com, either one. John Katz is up next. Now, John is having a very, very important show. You have to keep it here. This show is going to talk about what the next elections look like in our great city of New York. And we are a great city, and we are in America, the greatest nation on the face of the earth. God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. Back tomorrow. Bye.